Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. Sportsbet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sportsbet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. What's up, Montana? Welcome in to Nuanez Now, your one-stop shop for all things sports, maybe a little pop culture, maybe a little music, everything in between each and every weekday right here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana Television. Thanks so much to SWX for being our awesome broadcast partners and getting us from corner to corner and everywhere in between in the greatest state in the United States of America. If you want to listen or watch anywhere besides the terrestrial radio or the traditional television, you can go to our station website, 1029ESPN.com. Click on the Listen Live button. There you will find the stream. You can also visit YouTube. Just go to YouTube. And type in N-U-A-N-E-Z. You can find both the Tutel Nuanas and Nuanas Now channels there. Same thing. Please re- subscribe to the Nuanas Now channel. You can rate, review, five stars preferred, leave comments, whatever. We're trying to build up the YouTube. we got a goal of 1,000. So be one of the 1,000. Do us a favor. Check out the YouTube. It's a great way to stream the show, whether you want to watch or just listen. You can get it on your mobile device. So go check out YouTube as well, Nuanez Now. If you want to give us a call or shoot us a text, you can forward all the great texts, producer Tommy, to me on my phone directly so we can answer your questions, interact with you. 
That's the way you're going to tune in for giveaways and all that sort of stuff. So please, give us a call. Shoot us a text, 406-361-3688. That's 361-3688. All guests join us via the Rangish Brothers RV phone line. We got a ton to get to on this Thursday. It's all track all the time, pretty much. The Big Sky Conference Track and Field Championships are underway in Ogden, Utah. The first day of the multi-events in the books for both Montana, Montana State, and athletes around the Big Sky Conference. So we give an update on everything that's going on in the wide world of Big Sky Conference outdoor track and field. I'm also on my way to Ogden, Utah for this track and field championship, so I will be there Friday and Saturday. We'll be doing Nuanas now tomorrow, live from Ogden, so remote, but Regime Seabrook, our good buddy, friend of the show, he will join us as well. So stay tuned for that. We're going to talk a whole bunch of stuff, but also have live coverage of the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships. Ogden, also the home of the Big Sky Conference Softball Championships as well. And the Big Sky Conference Softball Championships tournament is underway. Portland State beat Northern Colorado four to nothing to get the tournament kicked off, and then Montana with a six to three win over Sacramento State. The Grizzlies, a number six seed, Sac State, the number three seed. Those two teams will play tonight, Thursday night at five p.m. from Ogden, Utah, as well. More on that a little later on in the show. Got a bunch of great guests for you today, almost all of them track-oriented. So we are going to start out with Montana State head coach Lyle Weiss. His two teams, the men's and women's teams from Montana State, they're definitely in position to make a run at a top-three finish on both sides in the team competition. A bunch of outstanding athletes from Montana State. So for here, we're, we will hear from Lyle Weiss here in about 15 minutes, so stay tuned for that, Montana State head coach. We'll also hear from Duncan Hamilton. He's an outstanding runner from Montana State, a Bozeman native. He is the defending champion in the 3,000-meter steeplechase, also a contender in all three, the 3K steeplechase, the 1,500 meters, and the 5,000 meters. He's got a busy slate ahead of him, so we'll hear from him before the first hour is complete. We also have our Treasure State Stars for the week. We had a busy Tuesday, so we didn't get to them on Tuesday like we usually do, but I do have Treasure State Stars from around the great state of Montana to share with you. We also didn't get to give away a Tagliari gift card, so it's Tagliari Tuesday. Tagliari Delicatessen, the best sandwiches in the entire state of Montana. We got 25 bucks to send you to Tagliari as well, so 361-3688. Please remember that. That'll give you a chance to win. Top of the hour, we're going to hear from the Montana side of things. A couple outstanding athletes from the University of Montana will join us. Tanessa Morris, she is a outstanding hammer thrower, one of the favorites going into this Big Sky Conference Championship, as well as Brett Yankee. He's a veteran of the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Championships, Montana's school record holder in the men's shot put and the men's discus, and he's trying to make a run at a podium in each of those, and and uh, a great interview with him from earlier this week as well. And then maybe if we get around to it, we will continue our Big Sky Conference Beat Rider series with Ryan Collingwood. He's the beat writer for the Eastern Washington Eagles covering Eastern Washington. He's actually uh, moving on to a different beat pretty soon, but we'll get some stuff from him in terms of What's going on at Eastern Washington? Because we're doing this Big Sky Beat Riders series, recapping all things spring football and seeing just what the merits were. What were the what was the validity of it all? What was the benefits, the drawbacks, all that stuff? Eastern Washington was one of the teams that played in the Big Sky Conference spring season. But there's also all sorts of drama going on at, at uh, Eastern Washington. Shante Leggins exited despite winning the Big Sky Conference and going to the NCAA tournament in men's basketball. Wendy Schuler, the longest tenured head coach in the Big Sky Conference at 20 years in women's basketball. She was fired 
And then earlier this week, Chad Bodner, who is a great coach for the women's soccer team at Eastern Washington, led them to three Big Sky Conference championships and two NCAA tournaments over the last couple years, and they were not good before he took over. He was abruptly fired uh, earlier this week. Contract not renewed. Very controversial. So very, therefore, basically, of the coaches, the head coaches, whose teams competed this spring, whether it was in men's and women's basketball, soccer, and now uh, and football, Aaron Best, the football coach, the only one that still has a job. All three of them out. Shante Leggins moved on to Portland, so he obviously wasn't fired. He just cut ties with the school and took sort of a curious job, considering that Portland has been a bottom feeder in the West Coast Conference for quite some time. Uh, so we'll catch up with Ryan Collingwood uh, about 5.30 today, as well as our beat writers from around the Big Sky Conference continues here on Nuanas Now. And again, we'll be doing Nuanas Now next week. Excuse me, tomorrow from Ogden, Utah, uh, live from uh, the home of the Weaver State Wildcats, the home of the Big Sky Conference, and also the home of the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships and the Softball Championships as well. If you've been following along the last couple days, Tommy Evans, our illustrious producer, he's back in the chair, and it's great to have him back. You might have heard all the great rejoins we got, all the sweet production. That's all Tommy, so appreciate Tommy and the boys in production for uh, carrying the weight there. Reese did a great job while he was sitting back in the chair, but we got some other logistical uh, mechanic-type things we need Reese to work on because he's a whiz when it comes to that stuff. So Tommy sitting back in the chair, so a little role reversal, but thrilled, happy to have Tommy back in the seat, and it will absolutely make this show better. We are rebranding the show a little bit, so hit us up. Tell us what you want. Tell us what you want to hear, what you like, what you don't like. We've been doing this now solo for about six months. We have a bunch of guest hosts in the Arsenal, which has been awesome. Really appreciate everybody for contributing to the show. But let us know. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? What sport do you want more of? What do you want less of? Do you want more interaction? More phone calls? More texts? More open-ended questions? More trivia? More interviews? Do you want less of all that stuff? Do you want more giveaways? Less giveaways? I don't know. Whatever you want. Let me know. Let us know. Send us a text, 361-3688. Shoot us an email. Operations at MissoulaBroadcasting.com, Coulter at MissoulaBroadcasting.com, Tommy at MissoulaBroadcasting.com, everywhere in between. You can figure it out. Just get a hold of us one way or another. Let us know what you think. You're also going to want to remember how to get a hold of us, first and foremost, for that Tagliari uh, Tuesday, Tagliari Thursday, as it is today, giveaway uh, later on in the show. And you're going to also want to remember the number two because we have a giveaway for you leading up to Father's Day. It's our great Father's Day giveaway with the Coeur d'Alene Resort and Hotel. We're giving you a pair of rounds of golf at the Coeur d'Alene Resort. Beautiful course, as well as a one-night stay at the Coeur d'Alene Resort Hotel. We're going to give that away the week before Father's Day. Father's Day is June 20th. To enter, all you have to do is send us evidence. Photo evidence, video evidence, social media evidence, whatever. Of you listening to Nuanez Now. A picture of the radio dial, a video of you were at work while you listened to our show, a screenshot of the live stream. Maybe you want to hit us up on Facebook, whatever. Just give us real live evidence of you listening to Nuanas Now. It's all we need. We'll parse through that over the next couple weeks, and uh, we will pick a winner leading up to Father's Day. Let's get to it when it comes to uh, all things Big Sky Conference track and field. I know that Track and field is sort of a fringe sport. It was such a huge sport in America in the 80s and early 90s. I think it's still big, especially when it's Olympic time. But a lot of times, especially in college towns, we gravitate towards football, college basketball. I get it. But I'm a big track buff. If you've listened to this show consistently, you know I love track and field. I think it's such a pure sport. 
The tangible winners and losers is so great. Uh, there's something for every athlete, every type of athlete. There's strength. There's endurance. There's speed. There's explosion. The ability to jump. The ability to move quickly. But there's also such a huge mental element to it as well. And you will hear all of these athletes on this show today, whether it's Duncan Hamilton, Tanessa Morris, Brent Yankee, or head coach Lyle Weiss from Montana State. They all talk about the men of it, the mental aspect of it. What's it like to adjust your mentality to go into the conference meet? So we will definitely get to all of that. Like I mentioned, Tanessa Morris, Brett Yankee from the University of Montana, Duncan Hamilton from Montana State, as well as Lyle Weiss will join us. Carla Nicosia, she was a jumper at Montana State. She'll join us tomorrow, Friday. Her triple jump event is not until Saturday. So um, we'll hear from Carla tomorrow as well. She's got a unique story. Columbia Falls native, went to the University of Montana out of high school, was okay, kind of injury prone her first couple years of Montana, really peaked in 2019 during the outdoor season, got a podium finish in the triple jump, and then COVID hit. And so she thought she lost her senior year at Montana, but then in the midst of COVID, she transferred from Montana to Montana State, and now here she is, the best triple jumper in the Big Sky Conference and one of the best triple jumpers in the region. Nearly 42 feet she's gone already this year, so we'll hear from Carla tomorrow as well. Lyle Weiss, Montana State head coach, coming up here on Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula in just a few minutes. Here's a couple events I'm going to have my eye on. So the heptathlon and the decathlon, the two multi-events, those are underway uh, right now um, at uh, in Ogden. So uh, some some live results of all that. We'll, we'll give you those here uh, in just a quick minute. But uh, for Montana State, on the Montana State side of things, Caleb Neth, Hunter Nicholson, a great first day in the decathlon. Um they are. They completed five events. Neth sits in fourth place with 3,387 points, whereas Nicholson sits in fifth place, 3,321 points. Weber State's Caleb Whitney, he leads the way with a score of 3,778 points through five events. And Eastern Washington's Quinton Porterfield, less than 100 points off the lead uh, with 3,694 points. The events that took place... Uh, on Wednesday for the decathlon, the 100 meters, which Neth ran in 11.41 seconds, and Nicholson ran, um, excuse me, I can't find his time here, but also the long jump and the shot put, uh, and Nicholson and, and Neth both had top marks in the long jump, 21 five and two, uh, 21, five and a quarter, excuse me, for um, Neth in the long jump and 21, four and three quarters for Nicholson in the long jump. Shot put, Neth threw it 36 feet, eight inches, and he ran the 450.8, which is really fast for a decathlete. And then Nicholson threw the shot put 37 feet, 11.5 inches. And then on the, uh, the Grizz side of things for all of this, it was the heptathlon that was uh, a highlight for University of Montana athletes on the women's side. Sophomore Jansen Ziola, she's in first place with 3,220 points in the heptathlon, halfway through the seven-event heptathlon. She won the 100-meter hurdles in 13.7 seconds. She will definitely be one of the favorites in that event individually as well. She also uh, had the top time in the 200 meters, 24.43 seconds. Teammate Morgan Ratke from the University of Montana, she went five foot seven and a quarter in the high jump to win that event. And Jari Maine uh, from the University of Montana, she also took first place in the shot put with a throw of 40 feet, 5.5 inches. Maine currently in third place overall. Uh, with 3,043 points. Again, Z- Jansen Ziola has 3,220 points. Radke, she's in seventh. 
Whitney Morrison, a Big Sky grad, Missoula Big Sky product, a freshman at Montana. She's also competing. She sits in ninth place with 2,701 points. So the multi-events, Wednesday and Thursday, then the meet itself gets kicked off with some of the field events on Friday. So a couple um, events that I'm going to have my eye on that I think will be really competitive. The women's 100-meter hurdles will be a really good one. Jansen Ziola from Montana and Morgan Evans versus Montana State. Those are two of the top hurdlers, uh, short hurdlers in the entire conference. They're seated second and third. MSU sophomore Elena Carter is the five seed coming into this, whereas MSU freshman Evelyn Evans is the seventh seed. And Montana sophomore Lisa Gilbert has a top eight time as well. So the women's 100-meter hurdles, if the times hold, the finals could have as many as five, count them, five female athletes from the state of Montana. The men's shot put featuring Brent Yankee from Montana and Alec Nearing from Montana State. Both those guys are in the top five coming into this event. We'll hear from Brent Yankee at the top of the hour here on this show. So that'll be a good one to watch. The men's discus is stacked with Montana athletes. Ethan Saberhagen, the longest throw in the Big Sky Conference in the discus so far this spring, 185 feet and one inch. That's huge. That's a regional qualifying level throw. Brent Yankee's third in the Big Sky Conference standings at 180 feet, 9 inches. That's the Montana all-time record in the discus. And Matt Ward of Montana also has had an outstanding spring, 175-6. His best discus throw. So three of the top four seeds in the disc hail from the state of Montana. And then finally, the men's javelin. Dylan Kipp, a senior from UM who joined us on this show earlier this spring, he had a huge throw, 230 feet, 4 inches, the top seed coming in for the Javelin. Kalispell Glacier product, who is also from Montana, University of Montana. Evan Todd, who's a sophomore at Montana. He has the second farthest throw, 218 feet, 11 inches. And Cooper Hoffman, he is also in the top four. He's a Montana State freshman. His best throw, 214-11. Cantor Coverdale from Montana State. Fred Everett from Montana. Matthew Hockett from Montana. And Brock Weininger from Montana State. They all have top 11 throws in the Big Sky Conference this year, so that'll be a fun event to watch as well. Happy now to debut our Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championship coverage here on Nuanez now previewing all the great athletes, and in this case, a coach, Montana State University head coach Lyle Weiss joining us here on Nuanez now. The Big Sky Conference Track and Field Outdoor Championships underway today as of Wednesday, and uh, in Ogden, Utah, and it should be a four days filled, jam-packed with great action. So, Coach, first of all, just tell us about going to this meet, because it's been a while since there was an outdoor championship uh, in, at, in the Big Sky Conference. I believe, actually, the last time was when we were in Missoula uh, a couple years ago. So it must feel good to actually have a, a real outdoor conference championship to go compete in. Yes, it's, it is so great to uh, get into a Big Sky Conference championship meet. And, uh, yeah, it's been after missing the 2020 outdoor Big Sky Conference championships. It really made us appreciate the, the meet and the championship, and our team is really excited to, to compete. Take us through this the dynamic of what this outdoor season's been like, because you have gotten a lot of meets in, so that's good, but it hasn't been a lot of scored meets in terms of team competition, because it's been sort of some crossovers and some, not really duels, but just getting together as many as you can while still being safe. So what, how's the dynamic shift now that you're going, and obviously you have some great athletes that are competing for individual championships, but also trying to make a run at a team trophy as well? Yeah, the thing that uh, is the best, the most exciting thing about 
the conference championships is the team element of it. Um, and yeah, like you said, our, our schedule this year is a little, has been a little different. Um, I was actually just telling the team today that, you know, we've had a, a lot of meets where we've gone and we've, um, you know, really been, um, you know, we're, we're competing as a team, but at the same time, we're really focused on individually getting better, um, and the, maybe more the individual side of track and field. But with this meet and the team scoring, um, it is really a, a great chance and it's a super, super fun meet because we get to go out there and compete as a team. So, you know, for a lot of this, this year, we've obviously been a team, but at the same time, we've been focused on the individual. But as we go into the conference championships this weekend, we are doing whatever we can to help the team to score more points and to represent ourselves well at the conference championships. I've asked coaches across many sports this uh, over the last strange year that we've all experienced. And chemistry, chemistry of a team is such an important element of, of a, a sport, a team sport, an individual sport, whatever. But track and field is so uh, different because you have all the individual elements, but you also have a distinct team element. And a lot of times the individual performances are spurred on at such a high level by team chemistry. And if you have great team chemistry, that can also help athletes exceed their, their level of performance a lot of times, especially at these big conference meets. So how have you gone about managing and cultivating chemistry within your program uh, when it's been such a, a weird time and sort of maybe atypical in the way that you go about the, that sort of strategy? Yeah, it definitely has been an unusual unusual year, and it's been different trying to um, promote the, the team aspect and the team dynamic of track and field. Um, I guess I would say we... So when this last spring we were, when everything closed down, we headed home for the year. Um, I think our last time we had our whole team together was at the Big Sky Conference Indoor Championships in 2020, the end of 2000, or the end of February in 2020. And we didn't have uh, a team meeting with our entire group together until um, our outdoor season this year. So just with the nature of the size of our team, um, we weren't getting together indoors, so we weren't doing things, a lot of things together as a team. So even just the physically being together as a team has been different. So yeah, going uh, over a year without um, you know having everyone in the same area, the same space, um, that, was, that was definitely difficult. But I think the... The things about uh, the thing that really helps team chemistry and working together is that um, everyone's building upon what everyone else is doing, and um, if some of the um, event groups see that other event groups are really working and challenging themselves, that really motivates the other event groups and other individuals to also do that. So I think just you know being around, seeing what everyone is doing for training, uh, really helps. Um, and then really supporting each other. Lyle Weiss joining us. He's the head coach for the Montana State track and field team. They are making their way to the Big Sky Conference Championships. Gets kicked off today, Wednesday, with the multi-events and uh, then full-fledged into the action Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So, Coach, just give us sort of a breakdown of the team race then. Um, where do you think Montana State fits in? Let's start with the women. I know you have a lot of qualifiers and, and some uh, highly seated athletes 
Uh, we're going to talk to Carlin Nicosia later on this week, uh, one of the, the best triple jumpers in, in the entire Big Sky Conference, but several other athletes that are, are looking for breakthroughs and, and could compete to score points and maybe even stand upon the podium. So what do you think of the women's prospects for Montana State, both individually and as a team? Yeah, the, the team race is going to be um, really exciting this year. Um, one thing, just the level of competition in the conference this year on both the men's and women's side is incredibly high. Um, I didn't know quite what, what to expect coming off of the last year, but when you look at uh, the descending word list, the top marks in the conference, uh, it's pretty impressive. And the, the Big Sky Conference as a whole it, it ranks up there. Um, with some of the better conferences in the entire country. So the level of competition is going to be really high. Uh, Pretty much all event groups or or, uh, events are strong. Um, So, yeah, how we fit in there, um, it's going to be a challenge for us to get uh, as many points as possible. Um, I think in some years we have some individuals that could really rack up some points. But the conference is so strong this year that I think we're going to be, you know, battling for every single point that we get. Um, so, so yeah, I think uh, it looks like on for the women's side that Northern Arizona and Weber State are some of the stronger women's teams. And then, yeah, I think our team has has a good chance to go in there and do do well and place up towards the, the top of the conference. And on the men's side, Northern Arizona has just been this this juggernaut, this dynasty for so long. But it's always fascinating to watch these meets, and it's so fun because you see different t- schools from around the league scoring points here, scoring points there, and, and building up uh, these sort of baselines all in anticipation for Saturday then when oftentimes the Lumberjacks just score so many points when it comes to the distance races, particularly the finals and the 1,500 meters and the 5,000 meters. But what's the prospects on the men's side, and how do you sort of keep your team in contention before you get to that that ultimate moment where NAU is going to have sort of this waterfall like they almost always do? Yeah, so um, we, yeah, Northern Arizona is super strong again this year. Um, They are, of course, strong in the distance events. Um, They were the NCAA champions in cross country again this year. Um, for the I guess, third time in four years, um, maybe the fourth time in fifth year, five years, um, and but they're also strong in some other event areas, and they are especially strong in the throwing events. So Northern Arizona is going to put up a, a lot of points on uh, the distance and in the throwing events, and then uh, some other um, event areas. Uh, they've got some good jumpers and some good sprinters, so they are going to be uh, really tough. Um, University of Idaho is also. Um, a strong men's team. It looks like they're going to be uh, really competitive. And, yeah, they have, you know, kind of some, some people all over the place on the jumps and the sprints um, and the throws. So those are two teams that are particularly strong. In terms of BDNAU, like, I, I think it's it's obvious, like, that they have some events that they are going to score quite a few points in. So I think for any team to beat them, um, they either have to beat them up up head-to-head in those distance events, or they have to have um, a big lead going into those distance events. So I think either one of them is <laughs> either one of those things is a really tall order. Um, so, so yeah, and he's going to be be tough to beat for sure. In 2019 in Missoula, um, Southern Utah, I ended up upsetting them on the men's team side. So it can be done, um, but. 
Yeah, I don't think it, it happened too often. We, um, the team that beats them is going to have to have uh, nearly a perfect meet. You mentioned Lyle Weiss joining us, by the way, on the Rangers Brothers RV phone line. It's Nuanas now on uh, ESPN Missoula, as well as statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Montana State competing at the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Championships this upcoming weekend in Ogden, Utah. And you mentioned that there's been some phenomenal marks on both sides, both the men's and women's sides. And going through the list, you're absolutely right. Some of the top marks are really good. I mean, as good as I've seen in, in my 10-plus years covering this stuff. So do you think that there was maybe a little bit of a silver lining? Obviously, the, the pandemic year and, and the, the cancellations, that all was uh, that was terrible. It, it sucked for everybody. But it seemed like maybe there was an opportunity for twofold. One, athletes to get fully healthy, but also an extra year of training that maybe didn't have the competition involved in it. So do, do you feel like maybe that helped accelerate some of these marks across track and field? Yeah, I think so for sure. People were able to put in large training blocks and, um, yeah, not have to um, or not um, get the opportunity to compete. So they just kind of kept training and putting in solid uh, training over time. So I, I think that was a big factor. I think a, a big factor, another big factor is that uh, kind of along those same lines, but people were really able to be consistent because we didn't have as many people getting uh, sick on our team. Um, and having to, you know, take times off, time off from, you know, the regular stuff that goes around the college campus. Um, so, yeah, we were really able to train a lot more consistently this year. And I imagine it was probably pretty similar for some uh, for the other schools as well. Um, so I think those are, are two really uh, big factors that I can think of. Definitely fascinating. We wouldn't wish this upon anybody ever again, but it is sort of cool to see the athletes that have taken advantage of it. We're going to have a couple of your athletes on the show later on this week, and Carla Nicosia as well as Duncan Hamilton. So, and they all both are are outstanding athletes that that should and, and likely will score some points and possibly even compete for conference championships, um, top seeds in some of their respective events. But who else? Do you have your eye on I know you're obviously watching everybody on your squad, but is there any specific events maybe where you need big performances or, or any athletes that maybe have been knocking on the door of a great performance or a great mark, a great peak as you head into this outdoor championship? Yeah, um, there are definitely, we definitely have some outstanding performers and there are definitely some events that are pretty important for us. And uh, looking on paper, you could see those going um uh, quite a few, or the, the scoring could go one of two ways in those events. So, um, yeah, I think like the men's javelin is one of those events that sometimes is unpredictable. Uh, the women's javelin probably too. Um, but, uh, yeah, kind of those across the board. I think the men's people chase we are going to need to do really well in. Um, and then the men's 10K, um, those should be some events where hopefully we're able to score some points. Um, and then, yeah, just like the individual performance, it's always hard to go because there are between the men's and women's teams, there are so many uh, great athletes. Um, but obviously Drake Schneider um, is going for his uh, third, um, I guess you'd call it consecutive, <laughs> 400 hurdle uh, big sky title. He won as a freshman and a sophomore, had last year canceled, and then um, this would be his third. Um, but he's, you know, just having an incredible year. Uh, he was, in 2019, he was really good, and he, over the last 
two years, he's really taken it to the next level, um, getting to running low 50 seconds in the 400 hurdles is pretty incredible. Run one lap around the track with 10 hurdles out there and still <laughs> run uh, 50.2 is, is amazing. Um, and then, yeah, uh, Lucy Corbett is um, in the high jump, and she's also long jumping, someone that I think is, uh, she's had success before and um, likely to have success again. I was sitting at a barbecue with my brother when the news release from Andrew Peterson, great sports information director at Montana State, came through the email, and we got the time for Drake Schneider, and we we couldn't help but just laugh out loud because that is an amazing timing, and that, it has to be. I mean, I think that the the official stat was it was one of the best times in the history of Montana State, and uh, perhaps one of the two best times in the history of the Big Sky Conference, and one of the twenty best times in the world. So what a performance by him! I mean, he, he he's not only a, a conference wide elite athlete. But this guy's one of the best 400-meter hurdle runners on on the earth, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's been <laughs> exciting to see. Um, yeah, he came here from uh, Wisconsin, and he actually came to Montana State originally as a walk-on, and he's just gotten better and better, and now he's one of the best in um, the history of the conference, and he's going to be one of the better um, 400 hurdlers in the entire NCAA. I love it. If you want to catch any of this action, Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships, you can visit msubobcats.com. Just click on the Track and Field tab and you can go to the schedule. You can find all the live results there, a live stream as well. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. ESPN Radio Missoula. What's up, Montana? Welcome back. Nuana is now 429 ESPN Missoula, statewide television, SWX Montana TV. Thanks so much for joining us. Thanks so much for riding with us on your Thursday. Exciting Thursday on the way down to Ogden, Utah. As we speak, it is the epicenter for Big Sky Conference sports this weekend. The uh, Big Sky Conference softball tournament underway, as well as Big Sky Conference Track and Field Championships. The multi-events is underway. The full meet gets kicked off tomorrow. So I'll be broadcasting Nuana is now live from Ogden, Utah, tomorrow afternoon as well. So we look forward to that for sure. We continue here now, 1029 ESPN Missoula, with our Big Sky Conference track coverage. It's presented by SkylineSportsMT.com. SkylineSportsMT.com, every day, every season, if you want comprehensive coverage of all Big Sky Conference athletics, whether it's football, men's and women's basketball, track and field, Head to SkylineSportsMT.com. SkylineSportsMT.com, your one-stop shop for all things Big Sky Conference sports. 
couple minutes here, we're going to hear from Duncan Hamilton. He's a sophomore at Montana State University, outstanding runner from Bozeman, Montana, one of the distance aficionados in the entire Big Sky Conference. He took the league by storm back in 2019 in his debut outdoor season, won the 3,000-meter steeplechase, and he has the top seed heading into the 3K steeplechase this week as well. So that'll be a fun event to watch. Uh, that's his first event, first of two events on Friday. And he'll also be competing in the 1,500-meter time trials on Friday. If he qualifies for the finals in the 1,500 meters, then Saturday is going to be busy for this guy. He's going to run the 1,500-meter final around 2.30, and then he's going to have to run the men's 5,000-meter final, the finale of the outdoor championships each and every year at 5.25. So this guy is going to be pretty tired. But he is the fourth seed in the 1,500. Three minutes and 43 seconds is his seated time coming in. That's blazing fast. The only guys ahead of him in that are from Northern Arizona, the dynasty of all track and field. You heard Lyle Weiss talk about them, especially their distance score uh, earlier in this show. Montessa head coach Lyle Weiss is. Hamilton also has the eighth fastest time in the 5K, 13 minutes, 51 seconds. That's close to a school record at Montana State. Only six Northern Arizona guys and one Southern Utah athlete are better than Hamilton in the 5K as well. So he will definitely compete. Oh, and by the way, his top-seeded time in the steeplechase, 8 minutes, 43 seconds. So he is a top seed in the 3K steeplechase, the four seed in the 1,500 meters, and the eight seed in the 5K. So we'll see if Duncan Hamilton can repeat as a Big Sky champion as well as... Maybe chase some points in the 1,500 meters and the 5,000 meters. Want to stream the show live? You can do it via our live stream, 1029ESPN.com. Just click on Listen Live and you'll find the stream. Want to watch us or stream us via YouTube? Just go to the Nuanez Now YouTube channel, N-U-A-N-E-Z. That's N-U-A-N-E-Z. Please subscribe. You can watch or listen to Nuanez Now there live each and every weekday from 4 to 6 p.m. on YouTube. And it's also always here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. We're happy now to continue our coverage of the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships, previewing some of the best athletes in the state of Montana as they make their way down to Ogden, Utah for the Big Sky Championships. Here on Nuanas Now, it's 1029 ESPN as well as statewide television, SWX Montana Television. And happy now to welcome in a great in-state athlete who has had a phenomenal sophomore year between both the cross-country indoor and outdoor seasons. He's Duncan Hamilton, sophomore at Montana State University, and he's going to be a busy guy this weekend. So, Duncan, just start there. I mean, how, how are you getting prepared mentally for the fact that you, you, are, you are now heading to the championships? Uh, the, the sort of the finale of the season is on the horizon, and uh, you yourself, you got a lot of miles to run ahead of you. Yeah, definitely. Um I think when it gets towards the uh, championship season and towards the end of a, a big training block, I just like to think about kind of all the training I've done, you know, like been pretty much training since uh, end of November. And so I think that gives me confidence when I think about just how many miles I've done and how much work I put in. And that, that uh, helps me build confidence to be able to, to race uh, four times in two days. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. It's been an impressive year for you so far. I thought it was really fun watching you during the indoor season. Uh, I think one of just three or four Bobcat men ever to run the mile uh, in under four minutes, under even 345 like you did uh, during indoor. And so how did you sort of parlay that and take that success into this outdoor season? I mean, first of all, what, what catered to the success that you had during sort of your indoor breakout year this last winter? I think uh, a big part of, 
this kind of breakthrough season I've had is just um, being able to have super consistent um, training throughout the this last year, like over the coronavirus pandemic. Um, I was lucky enough to not have really any major injuries or sicknesses or anything. And so I, I just um, have pretty much like a year of full consistent training under my belt. And then once we started doing some, some speed work um, in the winter, just a little bit of speed work on top of, on top of some fitness um, really, really helped a lot to run some faster times. And then going into outdoor, we didn't really, I didn't really take a break um, after indoor. So just taking that like sub four minute fitness with me from, from indoor um, to run some fast, fast 1500s in outdoor. Duncan Hamilton joining us. He's a sophomore at Montana State University and a Bozeman, Montana native. That element, Duncan, of track is one that I've always found at the same time sort of fascinating and frustrating because track training is is so incremental and you build and you build until you want to have a peak. And oftentimes that build is delayed, whether you get sick because you live in Montana, it's the middle of the winter, or you get hurt because, <laughs> you know, just, there's just a variety of soft tissue issues that can occur when you're training at such a high level all the time. So is there a way to right. to sort of mitigate that or avoid that? Because it seems like when athletes do have a full year to compete and train without any sort of hurdle, so to speak, uh, that is what produces the best results. Yeah, definitely. Um I mean, this year with the the pandemic, I think all of those um, measures that have been put in place, like masks and everything, has has uh, prevented me from getting sick. So that has been super helpful um, to not really have to worry about that too much. And then when it comes to training and kind of avoiding injuries, um, I there's yeah, there's a lot of things that I like to do. I like to roll out and stretch as much as I can after after every workout and run. Um, recovery is, is super important. So if there's a week where we've got two or three hard workouts and I just like to make sure that my easy runs are at a nice and easy pace and that I'm getting good food in my body and recovering well, because that's honestly, that's the time when, when you're getting faster is is when you're recovering well. And then, uh, in addition to that, do some, some lifting in the gym, some strength training to, kind of strengthen all your like stability muscles and hips and everything and that uh that helps a lot with injury too how do you prepare yourself then for the weekend you have ahead of yourself first of all i want to ask you about the steeplechase because duncan hamilton joining us here on nuanas now he's got a busy weekend here at the big sky conference outdoor track and field championships he runs the 3000 meter steeplechase friday to get things started then the 1500 meter prelims on friday as well if he moves on in the 1500 meters, he'll run another 1500 in the final on Saturday, and then the grand finale, the 5000 meters, which is always one of the events to watch at the outdoor championships, particularly because there's always so many outstanding runners from Northern Arizona, Southern Utah, Montana State. It's the best of the best, not only in the Big Sky, but oftentimes some of the best in the entire Western United States, and sometimes some of the best in the entire country. Period. But first of all, I want to ask about the steeplechase because, first of all, I want to know who even invented this event. I mean, you're running 3,000 meters, but you're also jumping over these giant hurdles, and there's water, and it's just a crazy (laughs) thing. So what did you think when you first started doing this? Because this is obviously not something that happens in Montana high school track. Right, yeah, the uh, 
the hurdling was definitely um, was definitely very different from anything that I've ever done. Um, but Lyle's such an amazing steeplechase coach. Uh, he was an amazing steepler in, in college and post-collegiately. And so um, the hurdling form and the water barrier form came pretty quickly. Um, and, yeah, I think going into going into this conference, I'm super excited to be able to, to defend my first conference title. And so I'm, I'm really looking forward to um, see what I can do against against the top top guys in the conference. When did you first realize that you had an elite talent at this event? Since you probably haven't done it for very long, right? Right, yeah. Um, the first first steeplechase race I did, I think, was in um, UCLA, and I was I ran like nine oh something as a freshman, and I was just ecstatic because I think that put me on the top ten already. And so after that meet, I kind of thought like I could be. I could be good at this. This could be my event. And then throughout my freshman year, Lyle kind of had a talk with me. He's like, "Hey, I think think we could. I think you could win conference this year." And so that really gave me a lot of confidence in myself and gave me a goal to kind of look for to try and be uh, the best best in the conference. Duncan Hamilton joining us. He's a sophomore Montana State University and a Bozeman Montana native. So then the steeplechase is obviously one of the premier events for you, and you are trying to defend a conference title in that event. But then how do you mentally prepare yourself yep. to, mentally and physically prepare yourself to then go run the rest of the slate that you have to do? I mean, this has to take some strategy, right, to, to have some gas left in the tank in case you do have to run a 1,500 and a 5K on Saturday. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think on Friday the... Um, 1500 meter prelims will be like 20 or 30 minutes after the steeplechase. So that's definitely going to be a super hard double. And my main goal is just to, there's kind of a saying called survive in advance. So really all I care about in 1500 prelims is to try to make that top five in my heat. So I get an auto bid to, to final. So I'm going to try and, you know, use, as little energy as I can to be in that top five um, and just kind of hope I have enough enough in my legs to, to make it happen. And then that night just recover as much as I can and um, do everything I can so my legs can be as fresh as possible on Saturday. It's a fascinating dynamic, too, for this outdoor championship because you've seen some of the big sky teams a little bit, especially the ones regionally, you know, the Montana's and the Idaho States, maybe Eastern Washington's, but a lot of the league, because there has been sort of mitigated travel and there hasn't been as many meets, you haven't seen a lot of the other big sky competitors in a little while. You probably have stemming from the indoor season since that was actually so recently uh, comparatively. But what do you think that dynamic's like? Because I've always enjoyed these outdoor championships so much because you have hundreds and hundreds of athletes there and teams and they're cheering each other on and, and your teammates are cheering you on. So what do you expect that element to be like, finally being around all the rest of the teams from the Big Sky Conference in an outdoor venue for the first time in a long time? Yeah, that's going to be that's gonna be huge because we've been able to race against uh, Weaver in Montana a couple times this year, but um, a huge distance powerhouse in our conference is NAU, and uh, we haven't really been able to race them at all so far this outdoor. So I think having those runners um in our in our heats will 
will kind of allow us to to run some fast times just since since they're so fast and we will finally get the chance to to maybe run with them and see where we stack up with them so there's always like a a mentality shift for championship races where you get like really hyped for it and everybody will finally be at the same meet and so i'm super excited for it our continued coverage of the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships, previewing all the action with some of the best athletes from the state of Montana at both Montana State and Montana. Duncan Hamilton joining us on the Rangich Brothers RV phone line, and he's a sophomore at Montana State, a native of Bozeman, Montana. So, Duncan, just tell us about the expectations for this weekend. Both Start, start with this, the team, because I think that's an interesting element as well. These sort of events, especially in the Big Sky on the men's side, are always so fascinating because it's always about how many points can you score leading up until Saturday before NAU starts just bringing the heat? Because they're always going to have multiple placers in the 1500 and the 5K and most of the distances. Yeah. So what do you think of the prospects for the Montana State men as you guys head to this outdoor championship? I think we're placed pretty well. Um, I think that we could definitely come away with a podium finish um, and perhaps even a win. And I'm just super excited uh to finally have like a team like a team focused goal um a lot of our meets so far haven't really been uh like they haven't been scored as a team and so now the focus is on trying to score as many points as i possibly can and where in normal meets i would do one event usually now i'm doing three so um, yeah, my goal is to, to try and get those 10 points in the steeplechase and then try and score um, in the 15 and the 5K. And I think I've got a good chance of doing that, both of those. Well, Duncan, from everybody around the state of Montana, we wish you the best of luck this weekend. And thanks so much for joining us, man. Really enjoyed talking with you. And uh, go win yourself a couple gold medals, okay? <laughs> Thank you so much. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. This is Nuwana's Now on 102.9 ESPN Radio Missoula. Yeah, Montana TV, Coulter Nuanas making my way across the beautiful state of Montana. Just took off on the uh, reservoir exit right outside of Billings. 
If Dylan, excuse me, I'm on my way to Pocatello, Idaho. So we had a couple recorded segments there to get you started. Lyle Weiss from Montana State, track and field, as well as uh, Duncan Hamilton from the Bobcats. We'll hear from a couple Grizz athletes here in a minute as well. Brett Yankee, a senior thrower for the Grizz, as well as Tanessa Morris will join us here on Nuanez Now. We've been really busy on Tuesdays the last couple weeks. I was gone last week, of course, but also uh, we have a lot of stuff going on on Tuesdays. We have the business angle with Justin Angle. We reintroduced Around the Big Sky in women's basketball with Crystal Redpath uh, earlier this Tuesday. A lot of times we have our youth sports segment presented by Pepsi Cola, uh, and then a lot of times we have uh, a variety of other things that fall on Tuesdays. And we also usually give away Tagliari Deli, but because Krista and I were enraptured in a conversation during the four o'clock hour on Tuesday, breaking down Lady Grizz stuff, we didn't get a chance to give you what you want and what you need. So right now we got it for you. All you got to do is give us a call 406-531- Excuse me, 361 3688. Excuse me, I almost just gave you my personal phone number, <laughs> which is fine. You can have it. You can call me, but 361 3688, the number two caller, you're going to get a $25 gift card to Tagliari Delicatessen. It's the best sandwiches in all of Montana. They were recently named the best sandwiches in Montana by both the Food Network and People Magazine. $25 is going to get you a long ways. You can get a couple sandwiches, maybe a sandwich, a bag of chips, a Pepsi, whatever you might want. So head on down to Tagliari, no matter what, even if you don't win the gift card, but give us a call right now. 361-3688. Number two caller is going to get $25 to Tagliari Delicatessen, the best sandwiches in all of the state of Montana. we got to do this real quick because we're up against it. Treasure State Stars. We also usually fit that in on Tuesdays as well. But again, our Lady Grizz conversation with our women's basketball analyst, Krista Redpath, sort of stole the show during the 4 o'clock hour on Tuesday. You want to find that interview. Really good one. Really good insight from Krista on the hiring of Brian Holsinger, uh, as well as the roster overturn for the Lady Grizz. And a tumultuous offseason across the league with the fact that you have multiple schools, including, I, I count them up, five schools with head coaching vacancies in Big Sky Conference women's basketball. So if you want to check out that conversation, go to the podcast. Podcast proudly presented by Blackfoot Communications, Sports Bet Montana, and the Wingate by Wyndham Hotel. But we didn't get to our Treasure State Stars, so we're going to do it real quick right now. Treasure State Stars is presented by Parkside Credit Union. You need a loan for anything in your life, whether it's personal financing or a car or a home or whatever you might need, a business. Parkside Credit Union, their slogan is that their logo, their slogan is that they love to say yes. So go check out Parkside Credit Union for all your loan and banking needs today. Treasure State Stars, this is easy. This is simple. It's Megan McGrath, Tristan Achenbach, and the University of Montana softball team. The Grizz, they stumbled down the stretch. They beat Weber State, the top seed on the host of this Big Sky Conference tournament, last Friday. But then they dropped two in a row, and those two losses dropped them from a tie for second in the standings into a tie for third, and the bottom of the, th- the three teams tied for third in the tiebreaker. So the Grizz go basically from the two seed to the six seed. Meanwhile, they got swept by Sacramento State in Missoula earlier this year. All that's for naught, because Megan McGrath drove in two runs in the first inning. She ends up going three for three with three RBI and two runs scored. Achenbach, the Grizz outstanding pitcher 
from Shoto by way of Great Falls CM Russell High School and the all-time leading winner in the history of the University of Montana softball program. Well, she got it done with her 33rd win. She gave up a three-run home run in the bottom of the first inning. So the Grizz were down 3-2 at the bottom of one. And then the Grizz rally, and Tristan Nakabach allows one hit from that point forward. So a great piece of resilience for Montana's senior pitcher and a great outstanding uh, day at the plate for Montana's All-Big Sky Conference shortstop Megan McGrath. And all that leads to a 6-3 to victory for the University of Montana in the first round of the Big Sky Conference softball tournament. So the Grizz, they're into the semifinals. There's a loser-out bracket in this tournament. So it's, it's a two-and-done, not a one-and-done, which is a great thing about softball. But the Grizz take on Southern Utah Right now, that game's getting underway right now, 5 o'clock. So probably first pitch will be about 5.03. So we'll keep you apprised on what's going on with all things Grizz softball. But in the meantime, I'm heading to Ogden. And if, if the Grizz, I, now the Grizz are insured to play tomorrow at least. They can't go 0-2 right now uh, today. So they will be playing tomorrow. So we'll have coverage from both the Big Sky Conference Outdoor Track and Field Championships in Ogden, Utah, and the Big Sky Conference Softball Tournament in Ogden, Utah as well. Hour one in the books, hour two coming at you. Some great interviews for you. Brett Yankee, a senior thrower for the University of Montana, as well as Tanessa Morris, a very interesting story. She comes to Montana from Lethbridge, and she was a great athlete in Canada, but a completely different um, story. Now that she's been at Montana, she has been dominating the Big Sky Conference in the hammer throw. She's the number one seed for women's track coming to the tournament. So we're here for both those great Grizz athletes in hour number two, as well as Ryan Collingwood from the Spokesman Review, beat writer covering Eastern Washington, all that and much more here on 1029 ESPN Missoula. It's Nuanez now. Keep it right here. See you in a minute. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 